What if I told you ecstasy is your natural state? It's not about being happy all the time. It's about being real, shining a light on our shadows to the point where there's nothing but light. My name is Katie Barbaro, and I'm on a lifelong quest to move towards what lights me up and makes me the meest me I can be. And I invite you to join me right here on Casual Ecstasy. Hello, and welcome to Casual Ecstasy. I am so excited to be launching this podcast. My name is Katie Barbaro, and I will be your casually ecstatic host for... Oh God, I already have to edit stuff out or maybe I'm just going to leave it in. Um, Yeah, for this journey that we're going on together. This is a podcast about sinking in to what feels juicy and ecstatic and blissful in our everyday lives. And it's not about pushing away everything that doesn't feel good. Um, It's actually quite the opposite. It's about embracing everything that is and being so present with it that we enter into a state of bliss and ecstasy and presence in our lives. This feeling of being in the moment is what we're here for. You're doing it right now if you're here and you're present and you're listening and you're engaged in what you're doing that's all that it is and you know maybe you're feeling like you're 50% here and 50% somewhere else that's okay no there's no shame here um but what i want to do with this podcast is is provide you with an entry point into the ecstatic bliss of the present moment um in whatever way that comes. So this is usually what I find, this is what I find most exciting about life is how can I be the most present I can possibly be? Um, I My background is in improv comedy, which is like the most, like you have to be present to, to do it. Well, you can, you know, you can be a bad improviser and and plan everything out ahead of time but the best most exhilarating improv is like when you're you have no idea what you're going to say next and you're listening and just responding to what is happening and I absolutely like could not get enough of that I did improv for 16 years And I mean, I still, I consider my life to be an improv show now because that was, I realized like that is the most alive I have ever felt is like being on stage and having that feeling of not knowing what I'm going to say next and allowing the, the scene to unfold as it wants to. And as I've come to understand my own values and how I like to live life. That's now my approach to living everyday life, like as much as possible. Of course, this is, (laughs) it's not like I'm, I'm here telling you how to do this perfectly. I'm just sharing with you like what it is that I 
have like how I've basically designed my life to be an improv show and to feel like I don't know what's going to happen next. And I am only my only goal is to be truthful and is to respond out of a, from a place of truth and see how how the moment unfolds from there. Um, so this has led me down a really interesting path, actually. Like over the past two and a half years, I've been like at the end of 2018, I packed up my life and moved into a moved into a backpack and started solo traveling the world. And this was my intention was to, well, I had a few intentions, but I kind of wanted to actually strip away the context of my life and see what would happen if I let myself follow the fun, follow the where my excitement wanted to take me next and use that as my new measure of success. Um, it's like, did I honor what was true for me today? Did I follow what felt like fun for me today? Did I l do what lit me up? And as, use that as my way of measuring whether or not I'm living my truth and I'm living in alignment. And instead of looking to some external measure of success that maybe I had lived with before, like, oh, do I have a, I don't know, a really big retirement savings and like a nice uh, nine to five job and like, you know, all of these things that maybe, you know, and, and maybe are, are authentically measures of success for some people. But for me, what felt truest was like to deconstruct um, all of the beliefs that I held about what a person's supposed to do, how a person's supposed to live and actually just ask myself, like, what is authentically true for me? What is what is the thing that lights me up? Because whether or not, no matter like the the values that you have are not good or bad, right or wrong. It's just a matter of asking, like, are these values right for you? Are you living according to what you love, what lights you up? And that's my goal here uh, in this podcast is to just ask the question, what is it that lights you up in this moment? And my ideal world is that everyone would be doing exactly what feels right to them, what exactly what feels true for them. If the whole world were living in alignment, we wouldn't have wars and hate and things, you know, people's frustration can lead to really catastrophic um, events, as we all know, I don't need to like name them. Like, I think you probably can think of a of a, a bad thing in the world. <laughs> and I would argue that that stems from someone feeling out of alignment with their soul with who they really are and perhaps have replaced their identity with a really monstrous version of a person that i would i would say has nothing to do with with their true soul with their their truth um and not to say i also believe that everything happens for a reason so all of the even though there's plenty of 
of uh, horrific things that happen in the world that I don't personally understand the reason that they're happening. I trust that it's all working something out that's meant to be worked out. And that helps me live with a lot of peace, actually. It's not just externally that I need to remind myself of that, that everything happens for a reason, but also internally. Because it's not as if the landscape of my being is this like purely ecstatic, happy thing. <laughs> but what I'm trying to convey is that um, I, like I used to think that being happy all the time was the goal. And so even if I wasn't feeling happy, I needed to pretend to feel happy. But the real goal is to be with whatever it is that I'm feeling, even if it's lonely and sad and frustrated and angry and and those those darker tones of the human experience those are what want the most presence like if somebody were to be with one of the meanest dictators in the world and just hold space for the depth of their pain i think it would resolve a lot of conflict and this isn't about fixing that problem. Like I'm not trying to fix, unless there's a dictator listening to this right now. And first of all, I'm honored. Thank you so much. Um, and second of all, yeah, like give me a call, drop me a line. I'd love to just hear you and hold you in the immense hurt that you must be in. And the way that I can do that, because I don't have dictators calling me all the time, is just being with my own vessel, with myself, in every single experience that I have. So it's not about, like, good vibes only, only being in those, like, high states of emotion, which are, are wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Um, and And truthfully, like those are a sign that we're in alignment in our lives. But the goal isn't to necessarily, there is no goal. <laughs> like as, as soon as we remove the goal from being in alignment all the time, and the goal is now just to be present all the time, like be present with ourselves. That is how we transform and transmute the darker tones of the human experience into something that feels ecstatic. And this is how we heal, is, is being intensely present with our pain, intensely present with anything that might feel out of alignment. The reason it's out of alignment is because we haven't shined the light of presence and awareness onto it yet. And so we have that ability to, to shine our light on the parts of ourselves that feel the most embarrassing and just like I need to hide this part like and trust me I do this too like I've been doing this work for a while of really shining a light on my shadows but it's still a daily it's it's daily work and sometimes things will crop up that I'm like oh I didn't even know I was avoiding that I had no idea that I I had this fear inside of me that I've been avoiding or this you know, this pain that I have been repressing and not wanting to look at. And the beautiful thing is that that moment of like recognition and surrender to like, 
okay, something's here that I need to look at. That is this like, oh, relief. Okay, so speaking of painful experiences, I just kept talking for like 10 more minutes and realized none of what I recorded was actually recording. None of what I said was actually recording. Um, But okay, so to backtrack what I was saying um, when this left off and I'm it's like, yeah, it's it's great. This is literally the part of the improv show, right? It's just like, oh, cool. The All of the very moving things that I said are just going to have to be said again in a way that's never going to encapsulate what it once was, but it's going to be perfect as it is now. Um, so, hmm, yes. So feeling like the the bad feelings that we feel around everything that we even shame itself, it's not even that bad of a feeling. It's just our shame around it and our suppression of it that creates such tumultuous experiences within us. It's our resistance of our truth that is painful rather than the pain itself. The The pain underneath it is just a feeling. It's just energy. It's completely neutral. I mean, if we decide it is, it's neutral. Um, and yeah, so for me, the the thing in my life that woke me up to this was having an eating disorder. And when this developed into bulimia, which was essentially I would binge eat uncontrollably and then and then make myself throw up. And that was, I always talk about it as if like that was this red flag moment that was like okay this I've been able to justify all of my weird food behaviors up until this point but this is so clearly something that is harmful to my body this is so clearly like a rejection of who I am and I couldn't ignore it anymore so that was this I, I, and I didn't even have the awareness that I have now, like I'm able to talk about my eating disorder in retrospect as having been a symptom of essentially being unable to or unwilling to feel what I was afraid of, to feel my, all of the, the negative tones or the, the darker tones tones of my experience I was like totally rejecting that experience I was like no I need to just be happy all the time and that belief that feeling was what drove me to having an eating disorder essentially if I had been more accepting of myself in whatever state I was in if I was sad if I was lonely if I was depressed in pain and I was like okay I'm surrendering I'm accepting this it would have just been a different experience. I'm not saying this as I actually feel an immense amount of gratitude for having had an eating disorder, not because it was a good experience, but because of what it woke me up to. The colors of my joy were not as rich then as they are now because allowing myself to fully experience the full spectrum of my of human emotion allows like 
everything to be brighter and fuller and richer. And I'm so, so grateful for that. And that's what, to me, that is what casual ecstasy is. It is being with whatever is and allowing it to color it's just allowing allowing it to color me and me to color it to color just to engage with life in a way that feels alive for for me and i my hope and my wish is that you will or that maybe you are already doing this or you know we're we're all continually moving in the direction of what lights us up what is our highest excitement what is the thing that makes us feel the most us cuz that's our job here on this planet is to it's not to be the best insert anything it's not to be the best something outside of you it's about being you to the best of your ability and, and this is also why there's no such thing as competition because like we're all just out here being ourselves. And that's the point. (laughs) Like, it's so fun. Okay, so essentially, I I probably said other stuff in the first time I recorded, but we're just going to trust that. (laughs) We're just going to trust that you get it. And if you don't get it, just keep listening, you're going to love it. Or maybe it's not for you. And your highest excitement is some other podcast. And I, I, I send you many blessings, (laughs) if that's true. And if it's not, if it's also, if you like this, I also send you many blessings. Um, yeah, I love you so much. And my, yeah. And I'll, yeah. So my wildest dream is that you like follow whatever it is lights you up. And also just that you're, you realize how freaking amazing you are. Like you, you, I'm really talking to you. You are so incredibly unique and like you have a, an immense gift that is going to light this world up and already is in ways that you're probably not even aware of yet. And maybe you are aware of it and that's awesome too. Um, You don't have to necessarily know what your purpose is to be living it. So I just, I offer that because I've oftentimes been in a place where I'm trying to figure out what it is that I'm meant to be doing and, you know, attack my life from a very heady place um yeah and my invitation is to not attack life at all but to embrace it from a very hearty place a heart place instead of a heady place um and a gut place like yeah that's like that's what I'm learning right now is like it's not just about embracing it with my heart it's about embracing it with my my whole belly enveloping enveloping my life into my into my gut so that is what we're doing here we're going to talk to me and also guests when I feel that somebody would be um having something valuable to offer I'm going to have really amazing guests on the podcast and I love you so much um may you have the most casually ecstatic day on the planet. Um, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for being here.